In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the lake and coming near the boat, and they were terrified. He said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. And then they wanted to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the land towards which they were going. At last night's uh, wedding reception, a microphone was given to uh, little Sevan Demirjan, Deacon Kevork's grandson, and totally unscripted, he simply said, everybody, let's give thanks to Jesus. And I couldn't have said it better myself. I didn't say it better myself. And what Sevan is on to, is he five years old? What Sevan was on to, and what our gospel reading shows us today in an extremely powerful way, is that if you want to get anywhere in life, Jesus can get you there. And he can get you there fast. It is written that the disciples just started rowing across the lake, a vast lake, and when they saw Jesus, immediately the boats reached the other side, the land to which they were going. Now this works for you and I individually, and as married couples, and as families, and even as a church. There's a reason why we call this section of the church the nave in English, or the nav in Armenian, which means boat. The church is a boat on the sea of life, and Jesus is the good captain that takes us where we're going. Mesrop Mashdots wrote the penitential Ortuchan Sharagan Tsov Gensaruis. In my life lost at sea, crashing waves of the enemy. Good captain, come rescue me. Mashdots knows the answer, and Seban does too. And so, then why do we so often forget to take Jesus with us everywhere we go, in our hearts, in our lives, our churches? Well, today's gospel tells us that one of the biggest reasons Perhaps the biggest reason is because we're afraid. Afraid of what? Interestingly, all the other gospel accounts of this miracle, the disciples are afraid of the weather. But in John's gospel, we don't know what they're afraid of. In John's account, there seems to be more afraid because they see Jesus walking on the water and coming near their boat. So which is it? Are they afraid of dying from the storm? Or are we afraid of meeting our Lord, meeting our Maker, so to speak? And when you say it like that, meeting our Maker, you can see that they're two sides of the same coin. We're afraid of having Jesus with us because he reminds us of two things that can be very threatening for us to face by ourselves. And the first is that, of course, we have an expiration date. We don't mind the fact that we have an expiration date in some cases. When I signed Nick and Anush's marriage certificate yesterday, it reminded me of the story of the man who was sitting for hours just staring at his wedding certificate. And after a while, his wife asked him, what are you looking for? And the guy said, well, I'm looking for the expiration date. So we don't mind expiration dates. I should have told that with the the woman instead of the man. I'll do that next time. (laughs) We don't mind expiration dates 
as long as we're in control of them. But what we're all afraid of is that we have an expiration date that's not in our control, and it's in God's hands. And what Jesus reminds us of, which none of us like to hear, is that nothing we have belongs to us. We don't even belong to ourselves. For as Paul writes, you are not your own. You were bought with a great price. And we did nothing to get into this world, and we have no say in how we come out of it. It's all in God's hands. And the disciples see this very literally in today's reading. And they discover if everything is in God's hands, well, why don't we put ourselves into God's hands? And why don't we do this every day for every little trouble and every little crisis and every little storm so that we can rely on him for the big crisis, the big trouble and the big storm. And the other reason I think we might be afraid to meet our Lord is not only does he remind us that we have a final expiration date, the tougher part is that even before that, we're a bit off. We're half bad. We're turning sour. It's like that Stephen Wright-style joke that says, why does sour cream have an expiration date, right? It's already sour. We're just like sour cream in that we not only have a final expiration date, but every day we're a little off. Every day we're a bit sour, half bad. And we want to be good, but we're never a quarter as good, perhaps, as we wish. We pledge to stop doing this thing that hurts someone we love, but we break the pledge. We want to be faithful and committed to what's truly important, but we find ourselves busy with a whole bunch of other less important things and fill in the blank for you. And I think this is why we're afraid of Jesus sometimes and we don't take him with us everywhere we go because he reminds us that we're all on borrowed time and that so often we don't use that time, that great gift, as we should. But once we accept that, that tough news, the good news follows immediately from it. And once we wake up and wipe our eyes of all illusion, we see Jesus off in the distance like the disciples did, through the fog. And when we do, he says, Yesem mi It is me, it is I. Don't be afraid. And with him in the boat, we can go anywhere, through any storm from this life even unto the next. And that's how John's gospel actually concludes with Jesus revealing to Thomas words that never anyone on the earth has ever thought or spoken. I am the way and the truth and the life. Jesus gets us to where we're going because he himself is the way. And so let's not be afraid to follow him, to take him with us everywhere we go, and to give him thanks in every single word that we say, now and always, and unto the ages of ages. Amen.